0: my reapers and all my creepers
1: hey guys how are y'all doing
0: (laughs) it's a good day i've gotten in the habit of doing this live now again
1: oh yeah being with unknown comics
0: yeah so they do their podcast live Mm -hmm. so i'm used to talking like we're live like there's an audience
1: (laughs) yeah i'm not i'm not good with live yet (laughs) (laughs) i still got my training wheels on
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's a good thing because uh the whole not being the speakerphone friend. I'm not. It's not good for life.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't put me on speakerphone. It's going to be a bad time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so today's subject is probably one of my favorite, like absolute favorites. Uh, to me, it's one of the scariest monsters out there. And I also like the aesthetic of it.
1: <laughs> it's a genre.
0: It's a genre. <laughs> because I use antlers in all of my decorating. Okay,
1: Gaston. on. <laughs>
0: So, today we're talking about the Wendigo. Wendigos. Wendigos. Good
1: old cryptids.
0: Now, there's a fine line here.
1: Yes, true. Uh,
0: one could say that this is not cryptids, but mythology. Mm-hmm. Just like the Hydra or Scylla and Charybdis, all those Greek monsters.
1: I only know what Trivium says about him. Or sings, are, I are guess. Are you
0: torn between Scylla and I am, actually. Okay, cool. Because it's
1: fantastic live.
0: (laughs) They've never played that one live for
1: us. Are you sure? I'm
0: pretty sure. I think I would remember. That's my favorite song.
1: Right? I thought that was one of the last songs they played when we saw them in Dallas. Whenever it was so hot.
0: I don't remember now. I don't either. Anywho. Anyway. (laughs) Back on track here. Uh, We're talking about the Wendigo. So this particular monster cryptid whatever you want to call it, dates back to the Native American cultures of the Plains and Great Lakes region.
1: Mm. That's a pretty big area.
0: It it covers a lot of area. I mean, I, I would say anywhere in the northern United States. I mean, even down here in the southern part of the Great Plains, we've definitely heard of them. I don't know that you would ever encounter one down here.
1: Yeah, they they tend to like it where it's cold.
0: Yes, they're very much associated with winter. Mm-hmm. And while it can get cold down here, it typically doesn't get to the point of, like, desperation. And that's Mm-mm. a lot of the Windy Go's
1: mm-hmm. shtick. Mm-hmm.
0: There are a lot of individual tribes and nations that acknowledge the, the monsters. The Algonquin describe it as a giant with a heart of ice. Sometimes it is thought to be entirely made of ice. Its body is skeletal and deformed
1: with missing lips and toes. So what if its story became about because it is the embodiment of winter?
0: Uh, Now, I, I see where you're going with that, and I do agree to an extent, but let me... Like expand on it a little okay. bit. Yeah. So I would call it the embodiment of hunger, and you are yeah. most hungry during the winter.
1: Yes, because it's hard to hunt. Yeah, Every, just everything's scarce. Yeah, everything's food scarce. Um,
0: everything associated with this monster has to do with hunger,
1: mm-hmm.
0: insatiable
1: and, hunger. Mm-hmm.
0: And you hear about the stories, especially before technology. It's always about, like, settlers moving west and they get stranded in the winter. Like, mm-hmm. the, the wagon breaks and they're stranded in the cold. That's when you start hearing Wendigo stories.
1: Mm-hmm. Ugh. <laughs> You've already got the ick.
0: <laughs> I love it, though. There's, I think they're so such cool monsters. I love antlers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, they, they're big, right?
0: Yeah. So, we're talking, like, 15 feet tall. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and, like, lank, skeletal build. Lanky.
0: And forgive my pronunciation of this one. The Ojibwa describe it as... ...a large creature as tall as a tree... ...with a lipless mouth and jagged teeth. Its breath was a strange hiss... ...its footprints full of blood... ...and it ate uh, men, women, and children... ...who ventured into its territory. And those were the lucky ones. Sometimes the Wendigo chooses to possess a person instead... And then the luckless individual becomes a Wendigo himself, hunting down those he had once loved and feasting upon their flesh. So yeah, like we were saying, the the, creature is generally very tall, lanky. A lot of times you'll hear it described with glowing eyes, sharp teeth and claws, you know, the normal monster stuff. It's been described with sickly yellow skin. We've all seen pictures of people that are starving, you Mm -hmm. know and the, there's a very distinct features, like you can tell the mal- nourishment in their skin mm-hmm.
1: when you can see their bones through their skin
0: mm-hmm. and, and sometimes it appears with matted fur mm. i prefer the the not furry version of the monster
1: <laughs> so many jokes <laughs> you're welcome
0: <laughs> and it often appears almost skeletal with large antlers it's an expert hunter and can mimic human voices.
1: And there's some crossover between Wendigos and Skinwalkers, isn't there? In that aspect, because they're trying to lure you out into the woods. In that
0: aspect. And I can see where they get
1: confused in like today's pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas a Skinwalker transforms its body. A Wendigo does not. Right. When you go
0: back in history, the nations that from the two different legends came from are way far apart from each other mm-hmm. um so the Wendigo, all of most of the tribes that acknowledge the Wendigo are from the great lakes area whereas skinwalkers are from new mexico arizona mm-hmm. and this was something that i thought interesting and you know i don't i don't really have anything academic to (laughs) prove this it was just an observation i found when i was researching both this these monsters because if you go back to our second episode it was about skinwalkers now um the nations that have the wendigo legends were typically nations that openly traded with the europeans as they came to the americas okay so it makes more sense because I found so much more information about Wendy Ghost than I did skinwalkers.
1: Mm. Yeah. It was hard to find a bulk of information mm-hmm. about skinwalkers.
0: So that, I mean, that makes sense that the, these people are openly trading with the outsiders. So it makes sense that they would share their stories and their culture with the physical. That's just how trade works. Right. Um, whereas the tribes and nations that had the skinwalker legends were and are still, Super secretive, and you don't share anything outside of the tribe. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Skinwalker information was a lot harder to find.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, I think with both Wendigos and Skinwalkers, like we had mentioned, they're trying to lure them out into the woods or into the open field or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, you, you'll hear a mimic of somebody that you know, mm-hmm. or somebody screaming for help or whistling uh, will attract it. I think that coincides with both of them, right?
0: I hadn't heard the, the whistling for the wind goes, but definitely the voices. Okay. And, yeah, that's why they say don't follow voices in the woods. So.
1: Which is so hard because just the type of person I am, I would help.
0: I, yeah, I would.
1: Or at least call 911 or something. I would definitely
0: feel the urge, but I'm also superstitious enough to be like, mm, I don't know that I'm getting off right. the trail.
1: Right. And then you get back to your car and the news pops up. It's like, Woman fell to her death in the woods and nobody would come help her my bad. yeah (laughs) i'd be i'd be lunch it's just all it is (laughs) so
0: along with mimicking voices they're also believed to be able to control weather with dark magic oh like
1: whenever it gets cold
0: yes like they can they can basically cause like blizzards and stuff
1: well, if their heart is ice, that's what I meant. I wonder if they are just like the embodiment of starvation and winter, mm-hmm. like you had mentioned also, and it just, winter follows them. There's like a yeah. radius around I, yeah, them. Yeah, that,
0: that makes more sense, like, because cause both those aspects are so closely related. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like I said, they have a heart of ice and associated with cold weather, and then, so a lot of people say it's the spirit of hunger.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Now, there's also, depending on which variation of the legend you, you're you getting your source from, there's the Wendigo, like the mythical monster, and then there's the Wendigo that's just like an evil spirit that possesses humans. Okay. So you have the monster with the more cryptid type, which is its own thing, and then the, the evil spirit, like it... Basically takes over and it causes the person to display traits of greed, gluttony, and excess. And it's usually towards cannibalism.
1: And of course, starvation is your punishment. Eternal starvation. Right.
0: (laughs) People have always been so afraid of cannibalism. Mm -hmm. Like, it's always been so taboo, for good reason. But being cursed with the Wendigo... It's almost a bad punishment for an already bad situation Mm -hmm. because like we discussed earlier, a lot of times we'd have pioneers stranded in the wilderness. Well, there wasn't anything to eat other than granny that died two weeks ago on the trail.
1: I just can't even imagine being put in that situation to begin with, but then having to make that decision and it being a legitimate thought.
0: Right. I mean, that's rough. But at the same time, you're going to reach a point where you're, you can only take being hungry for so long, mm-hmm. you know, until those thoughts are going to start creeping in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is honestly, like, partially one of the reasons why I don't like traveling new places, at like, especially at <laughs> night. I got to know that we're going to get to where we need to go without getting stranded somewhere. <laughs>
1: Well, because a lot of times we're driving through the middle of nowhere, New Mexico, yeah, in the middle of the night, and it is creepy out it there. It is, like,
0: darker than dark.
1: It is so scary. <laughs> but I'm also the type of person, I'm like, okay, I got off. Let's go right now so we can maximize our vacation time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just wait till we wake up. Please.
0: <laughs> like you said, Wendigos are cursed to forever roam the land, trying to fulfill their endless appetite. mm always hungry regardless of how much they eat
1: what if that's how cannibalism works and we just don't realize it you know like yeah you decided to eat the flesh of your brother and now this is your punishment yeah is that you can never be sated again that's where it comes from maybe
0: that's it's real similar to the in dante's inferno the level of hell for gluttony Okay. Yeah. Just like the demons force you to gorge yourself, but you're still hungry mm-hmm. for all eternity. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Here's one thing I found real interesting. There's a psychosis that is still prevalent in people today called Wendigo psychosis. In modern psychiatry, the Wendigo lends its name to a form of psychosis known as Wendigo psychosis, which is characterized by symptoms such as intense craving for human flesh and intense fear of becoming a cannibal. Uh, It's described as a culture-bound syndrome. So it does not exist outside of the Great Lakes areas. But people in the Great Lakes areas can sometimes succumb to this mental illness. That's insane and it makes me think like is it a mental illness or are these people possessed by a wendigo
1: and they just let them loose in the forest out there (laughs) be free wendigo eat the people (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: and it manifests in symptoms including depression violence a compulsive desire for human flesh and sometimes actual cannibalism
1: what if they have a wendigo in their family tree and that's why they have this psychosis because <laughs> it's been passed down. <laughs> they just have a diluted version of it.
0: But also, what if it's just like um, depression is one of the symptoms,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, that's pretty far north. So especially during the winter, you're going to get a lot of seasonal depression because of the the amount of darkness,
1: lack of sun,
0: and then you just already know the the legend, and it just
1: seeps in, uh huh, mm. like you're... a placebo.
0: Because well, your your mind's already your psyche's already weak from being depressed.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's creepy. It is creepy. Gives <laughs> you the ick. Gives me the ick. What are the numbers on the psychosis in that area? If it is still prevalent today,
0: I don't. I don't think it's very common. I think it's a rare thing. Um, and like I said, it's a cultural culture bound, so it does not happen outside of yeah. the cultural local legends yeah yeah
1: that's crazy
0: i do know that there are still reported spy- sightings today especially in minnesota michigan ontario and north dakota
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I, I even found several examples of sightings i don't have any crazy like story to tell about them but i can tell you when and where in northern ontario there's a cave of the wendigo around kenora Traders have spotted it. Trackers, trappers, um, reports go back for decades in this area, and many believe that the Wendigo still roams the woods in that that whole area.
1: Is it just a cave that people named the Wendigo Cave?
0: That's kind of the impression I got. Like, there have been so many sightings that
1: oh, they just think they just that named maybe
0: named it after that.
1: That makes sense. Okay, I was like, did they find a hoard of bones? <laughs> Are there any context oh clues for? It?
0: That spot we always camp, there's always bones around this campsite.
1: A ton of bones. Like elk and cattle. It's all elk,
0: yeah. I mean, last time we were there, there was a bear, but...
1: Yeah, there was. (laughs) (laughs) It was just a baby, though.
0: Yeah. In November of 2019, hunters reported unexplained sounds in the forest of northern Ontario.
1: And you can look up uh sightings or experiences like that on tiktok just mm-hmm. to get little short clips and some of the the sounds are intense Maybe, yeah. it's it's not just like a i mean it sounds like something is dying
0: y- you can definitely tell it's not natural
1: yes yeah and it's super loud um a lot of people have said that whenever they're watching videos of these encounters and it is that screeching yell noise Their cat will like run under the bed and hide, or the dogs
0: like freak out. Makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Mm -hmm. Uh, In two in August of two thousand six, this one I don't, I personally don't think that it was a Wendigo, but it was reported as one. Creature hit by a car in Alberta, Canada, believed to be a Wendigo reports reported to have piercing blue eyes before it died. I could have seen this being some other sort of cryptid, but. Wendigo descriptions are fifteen feet tall. Right, that is as tall as your car is long. Mm-hmm. So
1: massive.
0: I don't see you just hitting one and kill. It's like running into a moose.
1: <laughs> moose freak me out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know that's why I said it. <laughs> <That>
1: was rude. <laughs> I just, they are like unnaturally big, and I, <laughs> I beautiful. guess I, I guess I imagine. <laughs> <wah>. <laughs> I guess I imagine them. Like the size of elk, which elk are still big, too. Elk are big, but moose are like
0: a lot bigger. Meese? Meese. (laughs) It should be meese. It It makes
1: more English is dumb. In
0: 2014, near Holly Hill, Wisconsin, there's actually several Wisconsin sightings around the same area. And you can even watch the testimonies about this one on the Travel Channel show In Search of Monsters. They do an episode on Wendigos. And it includes more information on this encounter as well as, I think, two others in the Wisconsin area.
1: I've I've always seen stuff, too, where it's like influential people, maybe not influential, but well-known around town. And they're like normal Joe Blow, like, oh, yeah, I know Sally. She's a great gal, whatever. And they have an encounter like this and it like kind of rocks their world. And they start talking about it. And then they look like the town crazy. Mm -hmm. But they were real people. And they had this very real experience. It's crazy.
0: I would lose my shit if I encountered (laughs) something for real.
1: Well, and it it would be hard too. Because honestly, how many people are actually going to believe you?
0: Right. But the world is such a big place. Mm -hmm. And there's... No way that people can be in the wilderness enough to disprove that these things exist.
1: Well, I mean, and especially as big as our national parks here are in the country, there's no way that every square mile of that national forest has been explored or whatever
0: is there. Well, even if it... Even if it was explored, the park itself is big enough that the explorer and the monster could be at two different ends of the park at the same time. That's true. I mean, the monsters move around just like any other animal. And there's lots of other
1: stuff in the forest,
0: too. Mm-hmm.
1: Especially the national forests.
0: Yeah. Same thing with our oceans. I totally believe there are sea monsters Oh, down my there.
1: gosh. It blows my mind how deep the water is. And just to think about it. We Which... know
0: more about outer space than we do know about what's on the bottom of the ocean.
1: See, that blows my mind. How? It's literally on our planet.
0: But it's it's so much harder to get down there.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Like, I mean, it's easy to pressurize mm-hmm. something and send it up compared to depressurizing and sending it down.
1: Yeah, because where's it supposed to go? Like little bubble rockets on the back, letting it uh-huh. all out? <laughs>
0: So you can also find Wendigo in all sorts of modern-day pop culture. Um, there's a ton of like horror novels out there. I think one of them is just called Wendigo. I have several in my to-be-read list. Mm-hmm. The last spooky book I read, it was a creature very similar to a Wendigo. It, was not a, it ended up not being a Wendigo, but it has some of the same traits. Uh, that book was called Stolen Tongues. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really good. It was creepy. <laughs> I, I had nightmares. Well, not nightmares, but like when we'd get settled down for the night and like get the dogs inside, making sure everything's locked. And you're like, and you want
1: to light some incense, like, or mm, you coming with me?
0: <laughs> I was <always laughs> especially when we research monsters from Native American cultures because we live in the middle of that territory. Oh, I hate letting the dogs in after dark. Because I just like, no, there's going to be eyes in the dark at the back of the yard watching me back or something. You just
1: don't look back there.
0: I try not to really hard. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, there's tons of books and stuff. Uh, I found several movies. It was featured in an episode of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Those are the best. In 2001, there's a movie just titled Wendigo. A 2020 movie called The Retreat. This next one, I don't know that there's a window go actually in it, but it hits along those themes of winter and hunger and that sort of vibe. Mm -hmm. It's called The Last Winter. It's a 2006 movie. This one I thought was really good. And yes, we did watch this. (laughs) It's uh, a 2021. That doesn't sound right. It's either 21 or 22 movie called Antlers.
1: What was it about? Wendy goes. (laughs) Well, Thank you. <laughs> um,
0: the kid's dad was a minor or something, and he started acting weird. And th- the kid like was super poor, and his teacher started noticing the kid acting weird. You kind of remember, I think. And he so. was like catching birds and stuff to feed to his dad.
1: I think I do remember his dad that.
0: Ended up eating his little brother.
1: Yeah, I I'm having a hard time because I'm crossing it over with the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh. There's it's, there's some similarities there okay. between that movie, but I think so. I think I, I thought I this was a pretty
0: pretty good little movie, and it I mean it's straight up a windigo. They mm. even go into the um, the part where the the heart is ice, and they had to basically get rip out his dad's heart and burn it. Yeah,
1: yeah, I remember that now.
0: Dawn of the Beast is a 2021 movie, uh, a 1995 movie called Frostbite, Dark of the Night, a 2014 movie these next two more along the lines of i'm not sure if there's an actual wendigo in it or if they're just westerns that hit that winter survival theme but that's a 1991 movie called ravenous and a 2022 series called blackwood
1: yeah lots more content
0: yeah uh, like i said antlers was for sure really good Uh, i would recommend that movie and some of these i kind of want to watch blackwood and some of these others Mm -hmm. just to see what they're about
1: I do think it's interesting that, you know, a lot of these cryptids or legends or whatever you want to classify them as, is they are so big. Like, the Wendigo is about 15 feet tall. Mm -hmm. Slenderman is about 15 feet tall. And it just goes to show their, like, predatory nature.
0: Definitely predatory. And I think that, like, the unnaturalness of it. Because both the Wendigo and Slenderman, I... They're really tall, but not they're not proportioned correctly. Like, they're long, their arms are overly yeah. long and stuff, which...
1: Unsettling. It's
0: unsettling, but it's also even more predatory-like.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, even if just for a human in the woods and there's a bear or a mountain lion or whatever, they tell you to make yourself as big as you possibly can to try and scare them away. It just is funny because there are also small creatures that are also extremely mm-hmm. vicious.
0: But as Quagon Jen once said... <laughs> There's always a bigger fish.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when are you gonna play Slender for us?
1: Oh, this again.
0: I haven't forgotten.
1: I have every time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna keep bringing it up until you actually do it.
1: We'll see how long that takes. Then I guess.
0: I'll I'll, I'll even wait, and we can do it in in the dark.
1: Oh, good. Thanks. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Well, then I'll just take you out into the forest and uh, whistle a little. See what comes up. Oh. <laughs> See how you do with that. I'm not
0: 100% positive, but at least in short bursts, I think I can run faster than you.
1: Mm. Probably. I'll just make sure to have my motorcycle and I'll be fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: all we have about Wendigos. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate every single one of our listeners. And we'd also really appreciate it if you share with your friends. Uh, we really think everyone everyone should be listening to Reaper's Creepers because it's fun.
1: Yeah, we have a good time.
0: You can find us on Facebook, on TikTok, and on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can send us messages and let us know your scary stories. We also have an email address.
1: It is reaperscreepers.spooky22 at gmail.com.
0: So, yeah, you can send us scary stories there. We'd love to uh, spread the word of your scary stories. And everyone needs a good little jump scare every now and then. Keep it creeping. Keep it creeping. I like that. <laughs>
1: right off the cuff.
0: There you go. Uh, thank you again for everybody that listens. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.